0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Talking Dogs with me, Graham Hall. I'm also known as the Dog Father, and that's because I spend my days travelling the country, meeting dogs and owners in need of my help. In fact, i helped over 5,000 dogs. I think I've probably seen it all at this point, although there's still time to be surprised. I do that training in person, one-to-one, also on the TV show Dogs Behaving Very Badly, and in my books, but also, of course, I give advice on this podcast too. This is the place where I get to answer your questions directly and hear from those I've helped in the past in the hope that their success stories will inspire you to try a new training technique with your dog. Walking down and across busy roads can be a hectic experience at the best of times with vehicles whizzing past from all directions. But what about when you've also got to contend with a huge old English sheepdog seemingly set on barking and lunging his way into oncoming traffic? Well, that's the situation Joanne was dealing with daily when I first met her for the telly show Dogs Behaving Very Badly. Now, Joanne, Wilson was only about, I think he was about nine months old when I came to work with you, but he'd already developed some pretty worrying behaviour, hadn't he?
1: Mm, Yeah, and he was growing rapidly, getting quite heavy,
0: difficult to manage. Mm. So... He was he was lunging at buses, and I've seen small dogs, uh, you know, pull into traffic, and that's bad enough, but, mm. um, you know, he must have been 25, 30 kilos maybe when I saw mm, him.
1: Yeah, he's strong. If he wants to chase something, he's he's going to chase it.
0: Yeah, and you're off your feet. Yeah, um, exactly. And you're not as big as me, so you, no. you were really struggling to hold on to him, I think.
1: Yeah, I was. I was holding on for dear life.
0: <laughs> I mean, it seemed to me like only a matter of time before he was, he was going to either cause an accident with somebody swerving to avoid you or he was sadly going to get himself run over. You must have had quite a few near misses by the time I got there.
1: Oh, gosh, yeah, completely. Um, people beeping at me, laughing mm. at me. Yeah. Some people found it funny. Some people were annoyed by it. You know, it, it was out of control anywhere near traffic. I lost that control on that small piece of, of walk.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the other thing is, from your house, you had no choice but to walk onto a main road.
1: No, not unless I go everywhere in the car, which I, I did used to do.
0: Well, There's a couple of things going on. I remember you, you telling me he, he's got impaired vision in one of his eyes because he had those beautiful two different colour eyes, but mm-hmm. we weren't sure quite what you were seeing. So particularly big things like buses, he would... Just have a proper go at them, wouldn't he? Yeah, it, it had got you in a stage. And it's understandable where you were really anxious mm-hmm. about walking him. So you, in effect, you weren't doing very much other than panicking and just doing your best to manhandle him. You know, a woman handling him, I should say. Yeah, which wasn't working. I think you were right to some extent. He was sort of scared of the traffic, but more than that, I think he was trying to protect you. And I, I've I've just remembered now that part of the the story before you got him was you would sadly had been burgled, hadn't you? And thought right, let's get mm-hmm. a dog. You know, he's, there's this guarding instinct to these, you know, sheep herding and sheep guarding dogs more to the point. So that was your thinking. And I think he just got the wires crossed. You know, I, I have to protect them yeah. at all times, you know. Yeah. It's an interesting thing. I think we often think in terms of sheep dogs as, you know, running around and, and herding them like collies do. But I think that that sheep guarding background Mm -hmm. you know it's like Mm -hmm. uh, this is my flock i have to look after them that sometimes really comes to the fore you know and so i thought right well there's a clue as to how we can get this on the right track really you know because the problem was and and of course you're wise to it now because i pointed it out to you it's a self-rewarding behavior from his point of view because he goes right i bark at that bus the bus goes away (sighs) yeah technically (laughs) i I won there so every time he does it he gets what he wants so the problem was getting worse and worse and worse of course he was getting bigger all the time so how do you fix it well in all of these situations where we've got a dog that's well a bit on the nervous side he got the wrong thing I like, I need to protect her all the time she needs protecting I've mm. got a nervous lady clearly it wasn't going to be big and clever just to drop you both in the deep end. so off we went to a park so we could put a little bit of distance between us and it went quite well didn't it
1: oh incredible yeah really really well he um he settled. Actually, lied down much closer to the road than I'd normally be able to get at a bus stop. Actually, yeah, he did really well. Yeah,
0: yeah. There was that moment, wasn't that? When uh, I, I remember i I'd, I'd done a little bit myself and thought, well, this is fine, it's good, you know, but it's all right me doing my thing. Really, the important thing is to hand over to you and get get a bit of practicing. And I remember walking along, thinking, "There's a bus stop there. There's people, <laughs> people waiting at the bus stop. That can only mean one thing." Yes,
2: yeah. and <laughs> to there's, be there's fair as well.
1: Kids and teenagers are fair mm. game for Wilson. So the herd and instinct—if—if if there's a small person, he will try wow. and get them in in some sort of pile. So he got kids to deal with from the school bus stop and a yeah. bus.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and and it's interesting because we were mainly talking about traffic and that for you know as we were filming the TV show, but it was going home time, wasn't it? So there's, yeah. there's, as you say, kids of all ages up to teenage yeah. coming towards us, buses. You were really good because I remember saying. Yeah, look, there's, there's there's some kids at that bus stop. There's going to be a bus coming, and and I'm, we almost no sooner said that than here it comes, you know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people at that point would would clam up, you know, and really hold on for dear life. You're almost sending the signal out There's a problem there's a problem, you know. Yeah. And you were brilliant because you overcame your instinct to do that. You know, like no, it's going to be fine, and it and it was it was really, yeah. really really good, wasn't it? Yeah. So then we just got nearer and nearer. I remember at one point we were we were on the grassy verge, which was, which was. Relatively close to the uh, to the road, and I saw this whacking great Arctic coming. Thinking, oh, here we go, and it was just a non-event. So I took my hat off to you. That was brilliant. How have things gone since?
1: So, when you left, it was obviously freezing cold. It was middle of Mm -hmm. winter. Some of the days were just impossible for me to get in the park. But we we really did get out there on the same bench that we were near for as often as possible. Mm -hmm. And some days, he would literally just sit on the bench with me and watch the traffic. So, I'd get a little bit nearer and a little bit nearer. And the minute he played up, I just went straight back to the car took him straight home uh, some days were better than others he it w- was very dependent on on mood and how many people everyone stops wilson everyone stops him so if he's got people yeah. stop oh my god my dad my mom had two of these these dogs are amazing mm. what's his name and this attention then gets his adrenaline going and then he's he's chasing again <laughs> so uh, if it gotcha. was if it was a calm day and nobody nobody wanted to speak to him I generally had a better time with him, but we did mm. it for four or five times a week for the next three to four mm. weeks. I did, I worked really hard with him. And mm. by the end of that, I was almost walking. I was on the wall next to the curb. I wasn't quite brave enough to get onto the yeah. curb because it's curbside where he has his has his issues. But yeah. yeah, I was sat on the wall and he was with my legs dangling towards the road and he sat on the other side. Uh-huh. And yeah, so by the end of that, I felt, right now let's get near a curb (laughs) Yeah, yeah. and um i I, I, again did my research and i thought he's still he's still powerful if he goes now he's gonna go so i bought a halty you know a face because i thought i will take it'll take the heat off his off his strength off him yeah which it did he hated it by the way oh my goodness Mm. my Mm. dog hated it but I, i really had to Pursue it because I thought he's stronger than me without this on, and it was yeah. only for training purposes, so I used that on curbside for the next uh-huh. two weeks,
2: yeah. and he
1: had little tugs here and there, you know he, he had little reactions, but with with the halty on his face, I could just pull him straight back towards me. Right. There was one time he did have a fit and went up in the air with it on, and I thought I was mm. going to lose him, and it, oh mm. gosh, but I mean, I can walk him on the road that you and I went to now on oh. a normal harness.
0: Right. A normal front oh, wow. fastening
1: harness. Yeah, did it oh. yesterday and have a great time.
0: Okay. Well let's unpack all of that then. So where you've got to is a great place because I think we're about three months on now, aren't we? Yeah. Um mm. so if you think in terms of a dog's life, is it you know, is it worth investing three months so that you can walk him properly exactly. for the rest of his life? Of course it is, yeah. Yeah. One thing you said that I think's worth picking up on is that yes, usually things do go up and down you get good days bad days that's normal yeah. right so yeah top marks for persevering because i think a lot of people give up when they have a bad days. so like, oh it's never going to work you know it yeah. is it's just a bad day tomorrow day so, some
1: days i think what a waste of time because we'll have one mm. bad day out of the week and yeah. he will kick off on the road and he's big now like he's big <laughs> so people look yeah. at me like you you're a crazy woman you're not in control <laughs> of that dog. but that can yeah. end, it's only once a week that that it depends on his mood
0: it really yeah, does. you'll get less and less of those. So the the first thing is when you, if you get a bad day every day, something's yes. wrong. You're on yeah. the wrong track. But if you get the odd one, that I'd say that's normal. So you've just got to go, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. it's fine. Let's let's power through this. You know, mm-hmm. the, the other thing that's significant is when he gets excited because people are you know, l- you know, know, loving him. Well, you've got to love him, haven't yeah. you? Yeah, everyone who's loves a, him. doesn't <laughs> love a looks like <laughs> right? Everybody
1: wants so, to touch him.
0: Yeah, of course. So once he's getting revved up, it's harder. So what you do there is you go, yeah, he's a bit revved up now. I'm not going to go too near the road just now. I'm, I'm going to yeah. walk him for 10 minutes, steady him down. Right let's let's do it the one thing i would have done differently is if you had a bad day rather than run away straight away right i would go yeah this isn't so good if you can try and get a couple of better moments So even if you've got to distance yourself a bit more so you go right this okay that was horrible but this is a bit better now and that's enough we go so you you end if you can you always end on a high with Mm -hmm. each little moment you know what you've clearly been good at joan is is sort of banking a bit of good behavior and doing more tomorrow often it's i've got to be honest this is more a man thing than a woman thing people try too hard you know it's like mm-hmm. oh this is going this is going swimmingly well brilliant right i'm gonna i'm gonna go straight down towards the right near by the edge of the road where, where the bus is and it, it all goes horribly wrong you know mm-hmm. so well done for for creating that steady progression that's brilliant i think the head finally. Um, I think a head collar can be quite useful. I mean, there are times when I'll say, oh, "Look, you, you know, you really need a bit of a bit more power to your elbow." You know, since I left, he's sounds like he's gained about ten kilos since then. Yes. Um, so sometimes you need something to redress the balance. Yeah, if it's cutting into him, yeah, okay, maybe it could be adjusted, or is it the right size? Yeah, I just he
1: just doesn't like he doesn't like his face being brushed, do you. But no. I just felt like. It's the, it was my only option, and for the few yeah. weeks he he actually settled on it. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, right. and then as yeah. soon as any opportunity I got to take it off, if he was being really good, I did. I took it off. I was double leaded, really? so I had his normal lead and and the halty.
0: Funny enough, that would only you know you wouldn't normally use a a, a head collar as. Well, let's be honest, as a punishment, that in effect, yeah. what you're doing is you're putting it on. It's like, I really don't like this. And you've effectively said, if you're a good boy, it comes off, which is the reward. Sometimes when you take away a bad thing or the thing that the dog perceives as a bad thing, in this case, the head collar, that's a reward. You know, it feels. Yeah. Good, so, it's like, mm. yeah. so if I kick off, I have to be on this thing. If I'm a good boy, not. And a yeah. smart dog will get that mm-hmm. so that's absolutely fine i think when it comes to bits of kit th- there are very few hard rights and wrongs you know yeah. it's horses for courses I think um, you've used a collar a harness and a head collar and at different times they've served a purpose and i think yeah that's absolutely uh, yeah
1: the slip lead when he was a baby worked stopped working mm. when he got bigger you mm. know the front fastening harness worked for a while Gone onto the halty and now we're we're back to the front fastening, which is much more comfortable with. Great. If he's naughty though, I always have it in my pocket.
0: Well, that's not a bad thing, and and also yeah. that will give you the confidence as well because sometimes it definitely does. Yeah, having it there, thinking, yeah, I've got this if I need it, but I won't go for it just yet. Uh, yeah, is is great. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why this has popped into my head, but. Uh, I went for a, well, basically a surgical procedure a couple of years ago where I was wide awake through it. And uh, the surgeon said, if you need sedation, don't worry, just call it and, yeah. you know, I'll give you some of that and that'll calm you down. And then I didn't in the end, but knowing that that thing was there.
1: Available, yeah.
0: Yeah, it keeps you calmer. And it, yeah. sometimes that's that's it with bits of kit. It, the head collar can have that same thing. It's like... He's actually walking really nicely, but if he does kick off, I know it's available. Yeah, I yeah know And I there. have used it. I have so, used
1: it a lot mm. on the roads. If he's started to pull, I've put it on before. Yeah. Before he gets out of control.
0: So sometimes, actually, that changes your behaviour as much as the dogs. Mm. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, because you feel like you've actually got control for a change.
0: Yeah, what well, you have. So yeah. <laughs>
1: Do you know what? I totally adore him. I really enjoy spending time with him.
0: Mm. Life
1: can be quite stressful, can't it? And he. He just, yeah, he just makes everything okay. I I didn't think I'd enjoy having a big dog so much because I've always had smaller dogs.
0: Right. But Um, I
1: absolutely adore being with him. It's like a mysterious wizard walking around your house. (laughs) (laughs) Got a good aura.
0: Any other issues with him? He's very much teenage right now.
1: Yes, so at the weekend we have a a second home in Wales Mm. and for some reason Wilson decided to, we had a quilt on the couch because we had a movie night the night before and Mm. he'd come in and weed all over for for just no reason. (laughs) And I I just thought, right, well, it's because the quilt's there, it's never there, it's just something different, he's wondering why it's there. So I just locked him out on the decking while I cleaned up, looked out onto the decking. On my table, my outside dining table, he stood in the middle of it and weed all over my dining table outside. Oh. It was dripping through to my decking. My husband's going crazy. Oh my God, Joe, he's, look what he's doing. And he yeah. just looked. I was like, yeah, and? Yeah. So I locked <laughs> it. I just couldn't believe it. I think because he's a big dog. These are not... We samples here. We're mm, talking about. Right, yes. This is a mess for me to clean up on really nice furniture, so <laughs> I wasn't happy. Brilliant. So I just put him straight in his. He has a room. He has his own like utility room there. Put him in there, locked him up, and I didn't want to speak to him for a while, and then uh, took him out later. But I just he's never done that. He's never weed in the house. He was puppy trained very quickly. Right, I don't tolerate mess in the house. What is that? But then I thought his best friend, our next door neighbor, Bonnie, who's also just turned one, a poodle, beautiful, she's come in season and they normally walk together daily. So we've separated them because obviously neither of them have been done yet. They're still babies. Yeah. So we're separating them for the while, and I think the smell over the fence of Bonnie is just driving him insane at the moment. So I wondered, maybe that's something to do with it. But we weren't even here. We are in Wales, so I don't know.
0: Um, So here's what's going on. He's got to that teenage stage where he's sort of testing boundaries and seeing what he can and can't do. So that's typical. About now, and and probably for a couple of months, testosterone's really kicked in. Now, you know, I think. Yeah, it could well be that your your neighbour's dog being in season has has really kicked that on a bit. You know, yeah. he's like, oh, I'm a man, I'm a man. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're a dog, and even though she wasn't there, it, it it's it's just sort of boosting. It's the trigger. All of that right yeah. yeah and I think mm-hmm. what's happened is you've got a couple of things going on so the testosterone was kicking off anyway suddenly he's you know really <laughs> mm. head up because of Bonnie you've mm. gone to Wales and he's like I haven't been here for a little while I presume he's like right let's just check out what the rules are so oh there's something new on the sofa so he's done what as you quite rightly said dogs often do go oh, it's new maybe are we on this yeah um, you know I'm scenting I'm Leaving my scent Just so you know Wilson was here You know Yeah And then he's gone outside And gone Well, well maybe I'll get away With going going up here you know? oh, so Honestly th- I can't him believe him he did at, it Like
1: yeah. How did he have the bladder To do both of those In less than two minutes I, It's I just... impressive <gasps> he, He's
0: got a reserve <gasps> tank He must so, have uh, And that, there might be a clue In that as well Even though it was a, Obviously a big way On the table I think it is about scenting It is mm. Wilson was here mm. So he's looking at you Going Well were, uh, and what, mm, what about Yeah you know, you He know, wasn't even like,
1: bothered Like it, he knows When he's been naughty Because he hides yeah, Or he turns right. his back to me He's a smart so, dog
0: So that in itself tells you He didn't know it was naughty So he's exploring So I think all it is Teenage dog Testosterone's kicked in We know yeah. why that is um, mm. Off to your second home which he hasn't been to for a while you know it's like well last time i was here i was a baby maybe i'll get away with weaning on the table now i'm an adult (laughs) Mm. so as it turns out no he'll get there and it's just a case of working through things because at this stage a year old you think you're out the woods and you're not really
1: no it's just like kids isn't it it's just a a different problem (laughs) yes
0: it's a (laughs) different problem and and it's a a different chapter No, no, he's going to be a great dog, you know I think so so. I think he is a lovely boy, he always was And it came across that you really adore this dog But you had this terrible problem And you've put the work in, fair play to you You're going to be fine
1: Thank you, thank you for all your help
0: Well, Will's had a problem with seeing cars go past, but this next dog's got a problem with being inside them. Rebecca sends a voice note.
2: Hi, Graham. My name's Rebecca, and I'm a dog boarder. I have one dog that comes to stay with me week on, week off. She's a two-year-old blue male collie called Kiva. But she has got a massive fear of being in the car. So over the past year, we've been working on socializing her in the car, making it a nice environment given her sort of licky mats with peanut butter and she's had a dinner in the boot of the car and um, she's very very keen to get in the car and if I park my car somewhere she can access she will drag me to the car but then when she does get in she barks and almost screeches She looks really terrified. Um, If I try and put anything in with her in the boot, she'll lunge and try and bite me. But then as soon as I close the boot and I get in the car myself, she's fine. I've tried her on the back seat, tried her in the front seat, tried her in the footwell. Any help you could suggest, we're happy to try. Thank you very much
0: well thanks for getting in touch Rebecca uh, I can I can hear your dog shaking off in the background there and it almost sounds like you might be walking the dog as you're leaving the, the message which I love so life's too short isn't it uh, well you're a, you're a dog boarder well done uh, it's a great service that, uh, that that people give doing that these days and it's, it's just I've got nothing against kennels but it's just nice to be able to leave your dog in their own house and get somebody to look after them when you pop away so I think that's great ok let's talk about Kiva so you've tried uh, Licky Mats so they can be really good to give dogs something to think about just to keep them occupied try and feed the dinner in the boat you're trying to make a positive association with the car aren't you i can see what you're up to great now just to be clear we're talking about the transition between the moment when she gets in and then she's going bananas and then she calms down again once you get in the front right so it's how do you manage that moment that you know few seconds with the sound of it so it's an interesting one because come across loads of dogs that are really scared in cars because cars move underfoot i mean that's an earthquake and nothing in in nature prepared your dog for that but it seems like kiva might have been in that place but she's okay now so you say she looks terrified i don't know whether she's terrified or just really excited now collies, they certainly can get very excited and sometimes that's when you get that nipping as you've experienced so i think slow everything down sounds like you've done lots of the right things but it may be that you're rushing so the first bit's fine she goes into the car that's okay just sit with it for a sec maybe you sit on the edge of the boat the tailgate you know yeah good girl that's fine yeah if she's calm maybe you give her a treat if she's that way inclined you know yeah good girl a slow stroke the praise needs to be really calm and you can sense i think in my voice here uh this we're just taking everything It's like this good good this is nice good girl oh yeah lovely slow strokes yeah often what happens is when a dog starts to rev themselves up, whether they are anxious or whatever it is, reflect it. The dog's speeding everything up, we're speeding up with them, and then the boot's gone down and she's gone bananas, you know. As soon as you get into the front, I think she's gone, okay, well, game over. I might as well settle down. And on that, when you get in the front, she settles down. Don't miss the opportunity to praise her for that moment. So so if you do get excited, you're going to get praised when you come back down. I just think it's, it's going to be a question of investing a bit of time in that transition so sit with her good girl that's nice maybe it's a tailgate that swings down move it a little bit right if that's too much you just gotta just do a little bit less you know i went through a similar process in uh, one of the dogs behaving badly episodes in this last series series four and it really is about breaking things down into little bits move the tailgate a bit good girl yeah great Or move it a bit she kicks off wait for it just hold hold there don't go any further right try a bit more try a bit more it's going to take quite a few days of that and each time it's going to take you three four five minutes as long as it takes frankly before you can move to that next stage and get in the car Sounds like you're a pretty busy person sending me a voice note while you're walking the dogs. So I'm sorry, I don't think there's a magic wand with it, but I think there's a process that you can go through. You've clearly got so far, but it's just this last hurdle, isn't it? So slow it down, reward the right moments, and take it in stages. Thank you for being here for today's trading session. Well, there'll be another one next week, so make sure you subscribe to the podcast to be the first to know about it. Want to hear your own voice on the podcast? Send me a voice note telling me about the problem you're having with your dog. TalkingDogs at AvalonUK.com is the email address that you need. Thank you so much again to Joanne. It was great to catch up and hear how Wilson's doing. If you want to see how bad Wilson's lunging and barking used to be, well, you can watch his episode of Dogs Behaving Very Badly. Catch up on My5 or watch new episodes on Channel 5 every Tuesday night. I'd love it if you'd join me on Instagram too. I'm dogfather.graham and I spell Graham G-R-A-E-M-E. I love hearing from you, and especially when you've tried some of my techniques with your dog. Until next time, then, look after yourself, your loved ones, and of course, drumroll, your dogs. Bye for now.